Hello and welcome to Health Hacks. This week things look a little different on the podcast. Instead of our usual episode, we'll be with you every single day this week as part of our five-day stress symposium. Stress, and specifically workplace stress, is becoming an increasing consideration, but we are on a mission to help you resolve this. Perhaps you're feeling a little bit frazzled at the moment stress levels are elevated, we're here to help. Every day, myself and the wonderful Genevieve Deacon will be deep diving into a specific area of stress management to help you problem solve as the week goes on. You might already be familiar with Jen. She appeared on our Workplace Stress Health Hacks episode back in March, which I'll link below, but we are going one step further in this week's stress symposium. Just a bit of context, our presentations were put together for LinkedIn, and this is obviously the audio version, but we want it to be accessible across all platforms. So if you do want to have the full visual presentation experience, I'll link the recording via LinkedIn in the show notes below, and you'll be able to access the presentation there. Clients of ours, it will be streamed in our Facebook group as well as accessible in the members area at the end of the week. So you'll have all of the, all five of the episodes there. So you can go through all of them all in one go. Plenty of chances to tune in. Enjoy the episodes this week. And as ever, we'd love to hear from you if you'd like more personalized guidance on addressing stress in your lifestyle. Hello and welcome to day two of our five-day stress symposium. Today I'm going to be jumping into the effects of workplace stress on our mind. Jen has already outlined the issues of stress, particularly for high performers and those in the corporate world. This is an increasing consideration and one that we want to work with you through our presentation delivery over this week to address for yourself, for your team and for your wider network of friends, family and loved ones. We all know that ripple effect that elevated stress can have on those in our lives. So let's start with stress in the UK. Um, I'll be looking today specifically at the effects of stress on the self, the psychology, the impacts of long-term chronic stress, and the implications um, to yourself, to your team, and introducing some strategies to help you manage and mitigate these. To put it into context, uh, top workplace stress statistics for 2023, work is the most common a cause of stress with 79% of people affected by work-related stress in particular. The average working adult feels stressed for almost a third of their working day and employees' daily stress levels have climbed to a record high from 43% in 2020 to 44% in 2021. Around 17 million working days are lost every year globally because of ill health caused by work stress, depression or anxiety. This is over 50% of all work-related ill health cases. You can see with this trajectory on a societal level why we feel so passionately about this topic and want to equip you with the tools to avoid being one of these statistics. Let's start by examining the impact of stress on our minds. When we experience stress, our body releases hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline, which trigger the fight or flight response that Jen talked about in our first uh, our first presentation. This response was designed to help us uh, survive dangerous situations, but in today's fast-paced corporate environment, it often gets overactivated unnecessarily. From the minute you wake up, think about it, your iPhone alarm is ringing in your ears. That's a stress. The kids not wanting to get ready for school, that's a stress. 
the road closure on your drive to work, or for me, your your uh, train strike on the way into into London, that's a stress too. And these micro stressors add up over the day; they accumulate. And chronic stress, so stress over a prolonged period, can have detrimental effects on our mental health and cognitive abilities, which we're going to look at today. Let's start with the most obvious one, low mood. I don't know about you, but when I experience times of stress, I'm not what I would consider the very best version of myself to me and those around me. When stress is elevated, often we become irritable, our patience is limited, we snap at those around us and we tend to look inwards. So we have a less empathetic nature. Maybe we are generally a very compassionate person, but when we're feeling stressed, that goes, that goes out the window, all of which aren't conducive to maintaining great relationships. The low mood also impacts our drive. So we feel less creative, less willing to engage, and let's face it, it's just generally not a pleasant experience to be in. No one wants to be in a low mood for a prolonged period of time. Also affects our focus and concentration. So stress impairs our ability to focus and concentrate. When we're stressed, our mind tends to wander, making it difficult to, pre to stay present and engaged. And this can lead to decreased productivity and performance, which is counterproductive, of course, for high achievers like those of you listening today. Memory and learning also impacted. Stress can negatively affect our memory and learning abilities. The excess release of stress hormones can interfere with the formulation of new memories and disrupts our ability to recall information accurately. This can be particularly challenging in a demanding corporate setting where the ability to learn and adapt quickly is crucial. Definitely something to consider if you're in a position that requires you to make high-level executive decisions. And the last one, emotional well-being. Stress can take a toll on our emotional well-being. We're all very aware of that. It can lead to feelings of anxiety, irritability, as mentioned, and even depression. High levels of stress can erode our motivation and enthusiasm, making it harder to maintain the drive and passion necessary for success. High stress will naturally lead to lower emotional control. And as a high performer, one of the characteristics that's going to contribute to your success long term is going to be your resilience. And in order to be resilient long term, it's imperative that we prioritize our emotional well-being. I'm talking to you leaders. We can't lead from the front unless we're taking care of ourselves from the inside out. Next slide. So your strategies to address stress. Firstly, stop, pause mm -hmm. and breathe. When we're stressed for all of the reasons already discussed, we feel as though we're running on that hamster wheel or are on a roller coaster that we just can't get off. If you want to change the trajectory, the first thing is to stop, to pause, to breathe. Recognize that you were, you're, what you're experiencing is not sustainable and add in that pattern interrupt. 10 minutes of walking, sit down with your to-do list, remove yourself from the immediate situation, whatever you need to do to add in that pause, to interrupt that pattern, do it. Time, the reason we often feel overwhelmed is because you don't have real clarity. What needs to be done, by when and by whom? Learn to manage your time effectively, prioritize tasks, delegate when necessary and set realistic goals. Jen, you mentioned that in our first presentation. Often stress arises from feeling overwhelmed by never ending to-do lists. Mm. By adopting effective time management strategies, you can regain a sense of control and reduce stress in your life. In our team, for example, we use priority lists over to-do lists to structure our day. 
and we'll always use those as a, as a way to structure our week. The next one to consider is incorporating mindfulness and meditation practices into your daily routine. Mindfulness allows us to bring attention to the present moment and cultivate a sense of calmness. And the reason I want to emphasize a 10 minute aspect to mindfulness is to emphasize that this does not need to be a huge chunk out of your day. I want to remove any feelings of woo or intimidation around mindfulness, even a few minutes of deep breathing or guided meditation, so many apps out there to help now, can significantly reduce stress levels and enhance your mental clarity. Boundaries. Make sure to establish clear boundaries between work and personal life. High performers often find it challenging to disconnect, but it's crucial to create time for relaxation and leisure activities. We can only work hard if we're resting hard too. Support. Seek support when needed. Don't hesitate to reach out to trusted colleagues, friends or professionals if you feel overwhelmed. Sometimes talking about your stressors can provide valuable perspective and support and ease the burden that you're feeling. Fulfillment. Be present, engage in hobbies, spending time with loved ones or pursuing creative outlets. This can provide a much needed mental break and recharge those energy levels. So I'll ask you, how much time are you spending in your week doing things that you love? Mm -hmm. Things that light you up and ignite a passion. And before you say it, Caroline, how can I possibly find time in my week for this, for, for hobbies? Consider the fact that engaging in passion projects and feeling fulfilled has a ripple effect. And that positive ripple effect is going to have an inevitable positive reaction on your professional life too. So don't dismiss the importance of having those passion projects and igniting that fire within you. So in conclusion, um, stress is an ever-present challenge for high performers in the corporate world. Of course it is. However, by understanding the effects of stress on the mind and implementing these effective strategy, we can, impl- we can limit its impact and maintain our mental well-being. I cannot emphasize enough how important this is. It's not only essential for your health, but also enhances your performance and success in the long run. So Mm. I'll ask you all out there, how do you feel you are connecting? How do you feel? Where are your energy levels? What are you prioritizing? What are you not? Do you have effective boundaries in place? Are you making time for those fulfilling practices that light light up your life? Jen, anything jumping out to you there? Yes, definitely, Caroline. I mean, when you were speaking about the stop, the pause, the pattern interrupt, there's a beautiful quote by Viktor Frankl that goes along the lines of between stimulus and response, there's a there's a space, there's a gap. And in that gap, in that space, in that moment is my power to choose a different response. And very often when we're on this hamster wheel and we're going and we're going and we're going, we don't just stop and be like, all right, what is my next move? What is it that I'm going, what's my next step? Where am I going and how, how is it that I want him to get there? And something that I often uh, say to, to my colleague, and she often says it back to me, she's like, so useful, Jane, is when you are rushing and when you know that there's a deadline coming and you're rushing about, the, the quickest way to actually get through that is to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's not about going faster, it's about slowing down. So you slow down to go faster and maybe that's also something just to just to leave the uh the team with or, or our, our listeners with yeah engaging with that reaction because very often we are in that reactive response and yeah. I would if anyone is feeling as though they may be guilty of that I would bring that awareness to the remainder of your day 
when things are presented in front of you, when you're feeling stressed, really bringing that awareness to how you are responding and reacting and how long, how big a pause are you giving yourself in the in the space in between as you so well put, Jen. So thank you everyone for joining on us on the second day of our stress symposium. We will see you tomorrow at the same time, 12 p.m. BST. And we're gonna be talking about the impact on our body.